Welcome to the 32nd episode of Born in Trouble. And look at this. Rob is back already. You can tell Rob is back because I can't even speak. Can't even speak. Welcome back, Rob. Mr. Brooks, welcome home. What it is. Welcome home, brethren. What's going on, man? Yeah, man. So Hallmark Christmas movies, man. That's what's going on. All right, man. All right. Yeah, y'all had some good conversation while I was going through my technical difficulties, but welcome to the 32nd episode of Born in Trouble. I'm your host, John X, with our illustrious guest, Mr. Robert Brooks from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, back from the World hey. Series. He's back. Believe it. Mr. Grant Lancaster, back from the land of Gators and questionable voting practices. Mr. Grant Lancaster. <laughs> what up, dog? What up, though? And of course, from the A, Mr. Dub K himself, Gene Hopkins. What's up, hiding behind these big Indian clouds? Holla. <laughs> so, fellas, welcome back. We got a full cast. You know what that means. It's about to be on. That's the first flyby of the evening. You're skipping. You're skipping like bad vinyl right now. I'm skipping like bad vinyl right now. But you know what? If you can hear a little yeah, bit, you. then you've heard enough. At least that's what my mama used to say. <laughs> well, your mama you was on you something. She was on to something there. Mama them. Like Red said last week. I believe everything my mama said. So welcome back, gentlemen. Welcome back to the panel. And I'm glad to have you back here on Born in Trouble. Seems like everything is going well for this entire panel. I give you all three of you gentlemen, all four of you gentlemen, a round of applause. Three, four. I'm looking at myself. I counted myself. So everybody's going. We. It's been a very busy year for the panel. Everybody's been out there. Everybody eats. Everybody's eating. So... Fellas, everybody, everybody paying high ass prices for groceries. That's the damn. That's the damn truth. Yeah, man. My 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 veggies, man, are not. My veggies are not exploding like that. Like, Your vegetables no. aren't that expensive. Nah, man. You know, veg, well, I gotta get that on that program. Well, dog, I started juicing, bro. Really? Yeah. I got, yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, that's nice, juices. man. Yeah. Have you gone? Have you gone straight OCD on that shit? Dog. It's it's a religion, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm it's here to tell you. It's I'm worth it. Like you you got to be religion. dedicated to the cause. Yeah, yeah. no no question. No question. Yeah. I, did, think, I did three juices Sunday, three juices Tuesday, and three juices today. Do you feel better? And then I'll hit, I'll hit it again on Sunday. Do you feel better? I feel great. I feel great, but I mean, I started working out like a few weeks ago. I got back to working out a few weeks ago. And, I'm back um, on. you know, trying to, you know, get my get my eating together. So then I just kind of started juicing after I came back from Florida. No, it'll be good for the chicken yes. wing for the for the chicken wing king to come up with a chicken wing smoothie. Right. Yeah. Send, send the link for the juicer, man, to the chat when you get a chance. Yeah, I'm more, I will. Of, a, I'm more of a smoothie guy than a juice guy. Like I, I, like the juice is too hard to clean. I just throw everything in the blender, man. Like we'll. We want it. We want everything. Yeah. We want everything to come out on the other side. So I just throw everything in the blender and make more like smoothies than juices. Mm-hmm. But I, I, yeah, I'm a big fan. I had oh been God. doing smoothies. I had been doing smoothies, but now juicing just forces me to buy more produce. Yeah, 
You know what I mean? So now that I'm buying more produce, now there's a there's a bigger uh like Lay had a Lay had swimming practice yesterday. She had a smoothie before she went to swimming practice. You know what I mean? So because she, she don't like the juices that I like that I'm making, she don't she ain't trying to hear those. Nah. Yeah, well, some chicken nah, wings. And, she been raised on chicken wings. Right, she does. She been on chicken wing yeah, bowls made, uh, for her entire life. You gonna try to throw <laughs> some juice now? She ain't right. trying to feel you yeah. on that. It can be done, Holmes. It can be done. Believe me. A no. nice, a nice uh, pineapple, celery, apple, ginger. Yeah, yeah. that's all that good smooth. stuff right there. With some yeah, honey man. barbecue yeah. on the side. That's what she's talking about. Throw them honey barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> there. You fucking with me, daddy? Don't you be fucking with me, daddy? Organic too, huh? They Amish wings. No, I, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not going as far as going organic. Um, but the market that I go to, it's an Arabic market, and uh, like it's an Arabic market, meaning like Arabic people shop there. They own it the whole night. So this stuff is like out of people's gardens type shit. Nice. So, yeah. Okay. They got that in Atlanta. I got to get into it because they got all the stuff. That, I, in Atlanta, man, they even got the shit. They got Arvin Gardens or some brand that started here. I remember when they started, uh, and it's local. You, you uh, got to jump on yeah. the, the ethnic grocery stores, man. I got an Indian grocery store yeah. like a mile from me, and then in the next town over, I got a Korean grocery store. And that's, I mean, you want to talk about, like, fruit and vegetable selection? You go mm-hmm. to the Korean grocery store, man, they got everything. Yeah, you man. Seeded, you get seeded grapes, too. I don't want to talk about vegetables right now and like stuff that comes out the ground. I want to ask a question about something. I want to ask a question like, what's the difference between halal and kosher? Like, isn't aren't they similar? Halal is halal is slaughtered a certain way, and a and a minister prays over it. Um, it's kosher the Jewish version of that because kosher kosher is slaughtered a certain way and then prayed over. So it's like, and then you can't mix. What is it? Dairy and dairy and meat can't be mixed together, right. or something like that. Mm. I just lost cooking. value for both of them after learning all that. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> I said I just lost. He's not interested for both in any of that after learning all that. <laughs> uh, I, He's not really concerned it, how his animal is slaughtered as long as it's I had, I had dead on the plate. Steamed a little bit higher until do y'all start talking about some nigga praying over it. <laughs> Well, look, all all tenets of religion, my man. (laughs) Well, I mean, you can either believe that the prayer brings value or it doesn't. I guess it really depends on, you know, there are people that believe that they're Buddhist. Go ahead. Until I know for sure, I don't trust. Well, I don't, you know what, man, I'll tell you what, it just, me, no particular facts or anything else, it sounds healthier than the shit that, you know, yeah. you see uh, these documentaries about slaughterhouses and shit and the shit that come out of there, you know? Oh, yeah. It just sounds healthier, you know? Well, we, well yeah. you know, you know, that, we know that. really how. I'm sorry. I was, I was just going to say, you know how we know that food is going through the roof right now? And there's a big thing with the racism stuff and all that stuff. But would it cost more money to actually feed the whole population if they ate, say, kosher? If everyone were to convert to Judaism tomorrow, would we still be able to feed people? Now you act yeah, like we there would. ain't no capitalism because that, in that shit. Yeah, that would be the demand. 
You know what I'm saying? If that's the demand, then the price and of that automatically comes down. Because start slaughtering their pigs in a kosher right. way. Right. Or they just do like most they do like most service providers and shit. They just lie a little. Oh, or just a put lie. the sticker on it. A lie yeah. a little or a lot, you know. Yeah, but they ain't playing that game. They ain't playing that game. You, you put that sticker on it, and it ain't. They there will be some there will be some men with long beards and black hats at your door with sticks. Long they will, sticks. They will not, they will not be there to have a happy conversation. <laughs> Don't let me down. No, no. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> Don't get me started, brother. Downtown to Hammertown. Yeah, we we all love it. That is. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, coalition. That's what I'm looking for. The Kyrie thing. The Kyrie thing is not ending. It's never gonna die. But you know what? I got to say, I want to give an applause, a special uh, shout out to the black community for catching Kyrie's back this time, because there's a lot of cats that are coming out and saying exactly what I said in the beginning about him going a little bit deeper is that this is how he's identifying. He doesn't see himself as an anti-Semite. And like even our conversation in in the beginning of the show with the kosher and the halal, those are both like things that Semites Ways that Semites eat. I'm gonna you this. That's a good storyline. But I don't think, I mean, I've heard the man speak intelligently. And uh, I, I'm guessing that he has some intelligence about him. And I don't think for one minute that man don't know exactly what's that, what that movie is implying, what that movie is saying, and everything else, and where he stands, and where his bosses stands with all that and everything. I don't think any of that is foreign to Kyrie, and I don't blame him for playing it the way he's playing it, because you can't just come out and say, yeah, I did it. That's one of the moments where you're like, "What's wrong with you, Gene? What's wrong with you, Gene? What's wrong?" So, of course, no. But he knows what the hell is going on. How we got? How we add the shit up real quick? Well, because he added that shit up. Well, because like my from my point of view, when I I actually was watching the press conference when he was asked that question, I am a net fan. I was watching the after game and watching that whole thing and the way it went down. And honestly, he answered their question. They just did not yeah, like his did. fucking answer. They did not like his answer. Exactly. And he never said he didn't like Jewish people. He said that, listen, we discern. We discern. I understand what this means. I don't like Alex Jones when he's talking about these people in Connecticut. But what happened with the secret societies that's true. He said that. You know, so some of the things in this movie I actually agree with. Some of them I don't agree with. Personally, I think that it was like him kind of like testing and baiting people, you know, to see if they would actually no, go that far you, into his shit. No, I think he was Kyrie, baiting them. Kyrie was throwing a dagger. I'm telling you, Kyrie unsheathed his sword for this one. And he, it's beautiful because if it, because it, it's, it's taking on life. And I think he was extremely brave for unsheathing his sword this way, mm. considering his position and, and status and everything else. I gotta give him credit for it. I don't care if he walks back because he, you know, he got he has some buyer's remorse. 
you know, and, and starts, uh, you know, playing it a little bit. You think it's bias remorse? Soften the blows. You think it's bias remorse? And, the blows? But do you think it's bias remorse? Or more like if he planned it out, like you said, doesn't is isn't there some type of expectation that that's going to happen? Think, if I had to guess, I'd say his initial plan was all the way to the house. Mm. <laughs> you know, but that's you know that's it's easy to conceive till you start walking through that shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, the, and, and, and you know the and Twitter gets going and this gets going and stuff. Now I think he's more in a okay. Uh, I'm still huffy and puffy, but y'all, I'm gonna cushion this blow a little bit. You know? Uh, 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 what do you so, think, Rob? Hold but on. y'all don't even care. I'm glad. Look, he unsheathed the sword. Whether he can put it back in, but that motherfucker was brave enough to unsheathe that bitch. So, what do you think, Social Rob? media is Rob. not the place for new. Social media is not the place for nuance. Okay, so it's not the place for nuance discussion. If let's just say there was a white guy out there who put out this, who endorsed some movie, and in that movie, while there were some facts thrown around. The N-word was also thrown around and some things that, you know, we as black people be like, yo, that's some bullshit right there. Well, we have historical reference for that, but. Yeah, like it happens all the time, but, you know, we wouldn't be crazy about it. I don't know the full details of the movie. I don't know if it if it has actual, you know, some Holocaust denial in it. I'm telling you, this is what the movie says in my words. Y'all some motherfucking imposters running everything right now. And we are the true Hebrews that got scattered across this earth. Well, well, do you think that's... that's Well, then, I I mean, with that as the context, do you think that Jewish people are justified in being afraid of that message being put out there in such a large way? You goddamn right they are. And do you think it it wasn't... See, I agree with you that Kyrie actually planned to a certain extent some of it to the chat the challenge to some of it but um i'm not so sure about the backtracking thing i think that him and the owner of the nets are basically in this like dick fight and they've been in this dick fight him kd and Kyrie, and it gets carried over and i think that Kyrie is exactly who he is I think he at this point in time I'm not sure he cares I'm not sure he cares about basketball as much as he cares about making a point. Basketball is nothing in this. This is way bigger than basketball. This is way bigger. This is this is an identification of shaking people and say, uh, listen to what these people have been saying. Well, like Grant said, nothing new is being said. But guess what? The conversation is never being had with nothing new being said. It's just a bunch of clips floating around. Dr. Uh, Amos and Henry Clark and all of them, you know. It's a, it's, but nothing is being said. But they've all said these things. Many have implied these things. But this movie just blatantly says the shit and has all this evidence for it. And so, and... Because I think they stepped, they should have never even acknowledged the tweet. But it was their egos. It's the ego of the power structure right now that says, nah, we're not going to tolerate this. But now it's now Farrakhan to talk to our about it. Now what? I, see, I Let me predict something. They got to have a jigaboo say that 
They don't endorse Farrakhan. I'm telling you, man, it's coming, man. You know, it's the. I mean, these folks, the, their egos are rampant. I was talking to somebody else about it today. A, 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 a real good, knowledgeable brother, man. He, he's a he's a trainer for a professional football player right now. Travels with the team and everything, and he's you know a superstar in the league. He's a trainer for him, right? And he and me and him was talking. A cool brother from Carolina, and uh, he said, and I was like, "Yo, man, yeah, you know, I think the strategy now is either to have them hit, uh, you know, at Farrakhan or." This is the this is might even be more likely. They're gonna start come they're gonna come soft at this now. People are gonna start counting that that money and they're gonna be like, okay, those days have passed. Put away the whooping post. Uh let's just go ahead. Now we can take the Aryan approach. You know what I'm saying? They've been doing for years and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Throw some shit at these motherfuckers and make them distracted or something, you know? And let's get out of this because because fair companies, let's sit down, goddamn. I tried to sit down with y'all. You know, you tried to pump me last time we said. I mean, he gave the whole thing. And and now people who have not been paying attention, and I'm not saying all these masses, it's that I hope it can happen fast because anything can happen at the speed of light, you know. Uh, uh, but people are going to, it, people are going to take less of the lie and dig more for the truth. Grant, now, you've been what speed that happens, we'll see, you know. Grant, you haven't said anything we'll about the topic. What do you think? So I go I go back to uh Who Shot Liberty Vance. You know, in, in the movie the, the line is uh when the what is it? When, Rob? The, le- when the legend exceeds the truth, print the legend. Right. Ooh. And they, they've been printing the legend. They've been printing the legend for a long time, bro. So, and I'm saying, and I'm saying this with all due respect. I, I Farrakhan, Dr. Umar, Kyrie, I appreciate everything, um, and I hope, you know, that something positive can come out of this. But Farrakhan been saying the same thing for a lifetime, 50 years, a lifetime, fifty years. He's been saying the same thing, and it, it so so it's not new. You know what I'm saying? It's not new. The 85s are going are to be the 85s, though, man. That's really what it boils down to. This is this is going to bubble. It's going to bubble for a little while, and then you know Kim Kardashian is going to get a new tattoo on her ass, and then everybody's going to forget all about this shit. I've had well, fun with. Be kind of exciting. Yeah. Well. Hope it doesn't. Look too, hopefully, hopefully they don't go too deep and that shit explodes on them. But, you know. No, well, I, I would I, normally share Grant's uh, uh, pessimism because hope ain't a plan. I agree. You know, I, I like to hope for things and stuff, but it ain't a plan. There ain't no plan of action. I would normally share it. However, I'm going with my gut on this one. You're going with the game. <laughs> you're going, going with it's a game changer and being able. If, if there's one gift that I would say I have is times and seasons. And what I put to it, it, just my thinking when it comes to time, I just think that this is a different season. Of course, in the internet age, the beautiful thing is every six months is damn near is a different season. You know, some type of slight change or heavy change onto an evolution in something of a practice of, a, of this, of a that. So because that's the case, uh, you know, I think this is a particular season for 
for motherfuckers to start walking up out of the graves, baby. You know, <laughs> just, you know and start saying, oh, you know, we're done with that. I can you know, discipline myself to stand this way and to stand that way. I don't, what I and, what I would be what I would be interested to know is how are young people latching on to this thing? Because if young people latch on to this thing with some fervor and like really take hold to it, it could really be something. Because I, like Gene is, Gene is is want to say, young people could they gonna make the change? You know what I mean? They, their mindset is different, their mentality is different. You know, they they think differently, they act differently. There's there's a lot of differences with them. And if if some young people latch on to this thing and really run with it, then yeah, now we got something. You know, that, like oh, old cats like us, we care about it. We care about you it, but it's saying? not like, our time. We, we care about it. Right, but it's not our time anymore. It's their time. You know, I, Check out the slight narrative change. Buck breaking. That's the narrative now. Yeah, that's a good thing. Well, that's, that's the distraction. That's, that's, that's become the narrative because you know, they leaned on Kyrie more than yeah, they leaned on Amazon. Yeah, but that's a distraction. That right. in itself is a distraction if you make it a whole thing. Because right. the whole thing is peeling back the onion to see who's lying and who's telling the truth here. So let, let's, let's who's the ask this. How many, <laughs> how many $12 did Jeff Bezos get after all this smoke that Kyrie got? Yeah, I'd like to know that too. How many twelve dollars did he collect? Free like, advertising. Because it wouldn't even got mine. Did he get a portion? Is he getting a portion yeah. of that little hit? I know I tried to find it on the crack app, and I couldn't find it. You know, so it was listed up there, but they made sure it was pulled down. You ain't watching that shit for free, because they know niggas like me want to see that motherfucker. <laughs> but, <laughs> but when yeah, I bring it back, yeah, though. It's about to be- when I bring it back, though, you know, I want to I want to I want to go all the way back in the conversation because y'all just started riffing and going on. But my whole thing with the kosher and the halal is that it brought me back to kind of like when I was a young man and I learned that Semites are not just Jews. They are the people that live in that area. And if you look it up in the dictionary, Semites right. are defined as being. West African, in some cases, Ethiopian, and others of that region. So what Kyrie is saying, according to their own definitions, is not even off. So just going, and that's like, that's at the beginning of the rabbit hole. So what they're teaching us, what they've taught us, some of us have known for generations is off. And we don't have to accept it. And that's basically what Kyrie is telling people is that you don't have to accept it. And, you know, now his bags are in jeopardy. And that's all they talk about is they talk about the money that he's going to potentially lose. I actually applaud the dude for not caring about the money that he's going to lose. How much money do you need? I guess he has enough. Well, we... We already know that Kyrie didn't really give a fuck about the money when he would when he didn't just bow down and take the vaccine, mm. right? You know what I'm saying? When he was like, "All right, well, fuck it, I ain't got to play." Yeah, mm-hmm. and th- and then the NBA came crawling back to him. He won. You know what I'm saying? 
he he won right there. Yeah, because yeah. he got all that bread. And to me, honestly, like let me let me just tell you, that's really what this is all about. They don't want Kyrie to win. They don't want Kyrie to win because like the worst story right. in sports right now. Yeah, right. No, nah, but the worst story in sports right now would be Kyrie. Forget about all the all the other stuff and everything. Imagine he's already he got Farrakhan. He's got Farrakhan making statements. Okay, at this point, and he's pulling he's pulling cats Farrakhan off the promoting his book. He's now. he's pulling yeah he's pulling <laughs> cats off the bench. They say this man is not a good point guard, mm-hmm. but he's pulling like from all these different areas, <laughs> from dribbling a basketball, right? He's got all these cats engaged and everything. We know he can go for forty on any night, but I'm gonna pull a Farrakhan. I'm gonna pass the ball to Farrakhan. Yeah, now that's a power move right there. Okay, so he's got all these people engaged. Imagine, imagine he came back, and the Nets came and they won a championship, even if they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals with Kyrie Irving. What message does that send? They don't want Kyrie to play anymore. Kyrie is about to be Colin Kaepernick at this motherfucker. That's my prediction. Yeah, but I don't know if that's a win for him. It's I'm not. You, it's bigger than basketball right now. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, they are on. They are. They, they are strategizing serious damage control. Problem is, until you do, like, let's just say that a hundred thousand cats read that book tomorrow, believe it, and decide that they wanna that they wanna dig in deeper. Mm-hmm. The system's against them. Mm-hmm. You know. They're gonna do get up, get up, and move to fucking Ghana. It is. It is actually a country ain't never lived in. What they're actually doing is different thing. Solutions are a whole different thing. Right now, you can't even worry about solutions when people ain't even identifying problems. Yeah, what I'm saying the spark to this is identifying problems that people never uh, had the passion. Or the or the courage to identify before now. All right, but let's try to help I them get to the Jews was sacred. But let's try to let's try to help them get to that. Can we help them get to that point though? Because like what we're doing is we're setting a precedent right now. Kyrie is setting a precedent right now. So what they're gonna what they're gonna do is they're coming back at him, and they're gonna set a precedent with him for anyone who steps up. You can't have a whole bunch of people stepping up. And doing this and disrupting thing. And the one thing that I find that's interesting about this conversation and most of the conversations that we hear, we don't hear anything about these black people that are backing up Kyrie's point of view, talking about doing violence to the Jews or to, to the Jews that to those Jewish people. Nobody's talking about going and burning down synagogues. That doesn't come from the black side. That doesn't come from black people. That comes from those white people that hate you. You know what I'm saying? We're not the ones that are going out there trying to hurt you. So it's like, what is it that you that you exactly fear? Because honestly, I haven't heard any black people talk about going out and beating up people at a synagogue. I've never once heard that in my life. Have you ever heard anybody really talk about going in, doing physical harm? And the reason why I mention that is because that's the one thing that they're using against him, that this is inciting violence against the Jewish community. Do you feel like what he is doing is inciting violence against the Jewish community? 
Well, once upon a time, I had a friend, and he used to always talk about going in and blowing these chicks' backs out. That's probably not the type of violence you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be a lot of that violence, as there always has been, goddamn. I mean, what do you say to that? What do you say to that? You know, it's like you put it, you you create a hole. I can jump down there with you. I I do have a joke that I can, that I I can throw out there. Don't get it twisted. I do have one, but I'm I'm like, I'm hesitant. I'm hesitant to jump in that hole. It's going to slide somewhere. But it's not. <laughs> but no, you know. But that's a, but this is. But nah, that's my know, point, though. I, I've I've never been around brother. I've never heard brothers sitting around talking. We got to go beat the like. You know, that's not yeah. really a conversation. Never really yeah, privy yeah, to. Yeah, I've never. I, I've you know. Some, I know some dudes who go knock some yamakons. <laughs> yeah, like. Oh, man. I, yeah. We about to go ring some yamaka bells. I've heard different types of conversation of violence, but I ain't never heard anything directed in that direction. <laughs> we snatching not, curls today, goddamn. We snatching curls. Everybody's here. <laughs> Media at six o'clock. Going out, we snatching curls and hats. <laughs> Oh my! That's right. It's just not. It's it's. That's what I'm saying. It's just not a thing. But they're trying to make it seem like it's a thing. But it's not black people that do that. It's those white claim motherfuckers that are like yo, the ones that are marching in Charlottesville talking about Jews will not replace us. You know what I'm saying? Black people just wearing Jews is gonna hide them. But here's the thing, though it's not it's not just it's not just the militias, though. So w- when you put it out there that there's violent that this is a a, a violent thing, right? Like this is uh, black people's inciting violence against Jews or whatever. When that's what you put out there, that's the violence. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's mm. the threat. That's the violence because now those people who don't know they don't people they don't know what we're thinking, but. In our community, we kind of have an idea of what the what the general thought process is, just like I'm sure they do over there. But if if the media puts out there that this is a violent thing that that Kyrie is is promoting, or whatever, then all of a sudden their antenna is up. You know what I mean? Maybe when they see us, they think we're coming for them. When we just trying to we just trying to get to the store, and and I just want a bowl of matzo ball soup. I mean, <laughs> I can't get that. Can I get some filter fish? Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <Filter> fish. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's not it's not us, man. That we're not the we're not the violent people on the planet. No. You know what I mean? The violent, the violent don't get along don't get along with anything natural. When it's when it's when it's warm outside, they need to cool the air off. When it's cold outside, they need to heat the air up. When it's sunny outside, they need to put coats on. When you know what I mean, they need to cover up. When it's when it's cold outside, they you know I mean they, the most unnatural motherfuckers on the planet. <laughs> Yo. They're the ones always inciting violence, doing doing dumb shit. Yeah. Hey, I want to give general populations position and stance, and uh, 
an opening argument for when they want to come and sit down and talk about it. But they want to come sit down and discuss this, that, and the third. I want to go ahead and start off by saying, by asking them, everybody rich enough yet? Mm. Everybody rich enough yet off of our talent, mm. off of our ability to do this, that, and the third? Has everybody made enough money? Isn't everybody good? Can we have that shit now? Mm. Can we make our money now? We can, is, it, is it okay? You ha- you got it. We was dumb. We was walking around here dumb, making you all the money and y'all's are bossing and happy. But can we have it now? Is that cool? <laughs> can you go do your thing and everything That's else? Can cool. we have no. it? No, no. Many other folks have been left behind, homie. No, the answer is no. Well, at the back of the line. It's like yo, you know, can we own? Can we own our talents now? Can we own our shit now? It's Y'all made a lot of money. Y'all made all the money over all the centuries. Can we have our talents now and make a little bit of money? Yeah, it's, no, even, no, no. it's even, it's even, that's even, that's even worse. You know, because like, because <laughs> what it is, what you're talking about with that is you're really talking about the systems that we have. And the question is, are you for the systems as they are, as they exist, or are, you, are they for change? And that change is not done just on racial levels. They're not going to just allow, they're just not going to share that much. That's not how it is. You have to fight for those systems and the fight for those systems. Unfortunately, you know, for example, what Farrakhan was talking about, they robbed us of our history that's been erased and everything. So we have to make our own way based upon where we are right now. And based upon where we are right now, we have to work within and without the system. Hmm? I got to go back to LJ. I know I done quoted that cat a couple times on here. <laughs> Get your basketballs and come with me, brother. Let's start our own shit. You know what I'm saying? Man. <laughs> I mean, if, that's a, when I say spark, I'm talking about a spark that needs something dramatic like that. Because then there's no more war and fight and everything else. Because I really do believe this about what some people call the devil. I do believe that the devil is better at acting tough than actually being tough uh, in this world of uh, in this world on a stage right now. In this world of social media, this and that, I think the devil's bottom line is profit, but they can act tough and about whatever you about until the populace the populace says a little bit different, and then that's when they move into this. This political stance and and uh, uh, save the day this way, you that way, and this and that, and so on and so forth. So I'm interested. I'm just interested to see if this does, if this trickle of water turns into a, you know, something, some running water or something. And and I'm interested to see how they go about trying to trick or resolve. And then you know, of course, we'll see what happens from there. But. If people go start picking up that book that Farrakhan was holding up, I already wrote the books. <laughs> you know, the secret history between blacks and Chinese. We twelve percent of the population. It does not behoove the other seventy-eight or whatever that number is, eighty-eight to 88. get that information. The eighty-eight does not behoove them to read that book or to get that information. It is not to their advantage. Guess what, Rob? Guess what, Rob? 
Facebook. What do they say starts uprisings and this and that more than anything else? What do they say happened? It's the economy, right? Yeah. It's the economy, right? Yeah. Hey, man, the storm is looking perfect, bro. The storm is looking perfect. It's going to be some good broke people. Angry oh, there's, about everything there's, a, there's a lot of good broke people around here, but oh, oh, right now they're still holding on to their illusions. They're still saying Jews yeah. will not replace us, and they're still talking about black people, and they're still talking about all these different types of education. They are still hung up on their illusions. So they ain't ready to revolt in the way that you think they want to revolt. No, I'm not even they still got to have your black ass in the back of the line. No, they're not, they're they're not smart enough. On the, not, in context, talking about when you said the 88 percenters or the 85 percenters, I'm talking about they will change when that economy gets strict and that 85 percent of be dumb and, and this, that, and everything else. Is gonna get touched, man. Well, I'm gonna hey, say, man. yeah, I saw it. The, the 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 Matrix, the movie, The Matrix, was a fucking documentary. It wasn't right. science fiction. Right. Like that's where we are fucking headed. Mm. You know, I saw like, I saw a video today yeah, though. Look, I, I saw a video today of a of a white guy, and he was like, um, "I grew up poor. I grew up dirt poor, trash poor. My family, like, we ate out of dumpsters. We had food stamps." And five finger discounts was how we went through life. I joined the military, was in there for like eight years, came back, thought I was going to like move myself up, came back. I'm still poor white trash. I still use food stamps and I'm still doing X, Y, and Z and everything. What I have is not white privilege, but what I do have is when people look at me, they look at me like a human. So don't confuse someone else as opposed to a black person who they are not looked at as humans in most cases. So he says, don't look at me as if I am just what my white privilege isn't the right word, but I do understand the difference that at least people treat me like a human and don't tell someone who's treated like less than a human that they don't, that there's no such thing as privilege, right? That there's no such thing as privilege. privilege, but huh? What was that? Yeah, he listed his I privilege. He, he listed a privilege. No, he yeah. listed. But what he you was know, saying is that no. But, but what he was no. But what he was saying he's, he's that saying it's, it's not. A, he's not. He's saying he's not privileged. But at the same time, if you get looked at as a human yeah, versus that's a, a nigger, that's a privilege. Right. That is white. That's privilege. white privilege. Yeah. So no definition of white privilege. Right. So what he's just trying to explain to you is like, what's wrong I, with you is that the way you're treating these people is like they are like less than human and everything. So I recognize that. And everything. He's like, so it's like, but that's the, you see, that's the little thing that you're talking about, Gene, that you're, that comes in people that wakes up in people that they realize, you know what? I am just like this motherfucker right here and everything. So why would I shit on him? And when you get a whole bunch of people thinking like that, then you have a starting point. You don't have advancement. You have a starting point. Is it too late? You know, Grant, you have something to say? Yeah. Turns out that no, America is the worst thing that ever happened to this fucking planet. Mm. The move, the movement is already the movement has already started, but the movement starts in small, small pockets. What has to happen is two two pieces that are, two pockets have to get together and make a bigger pocket. So that's what Fred Kyrie Irving to do. So Kyrie Irving mm-hmm. and Deion Sanders need to be talking. Mm-hmm. What you need to do oh, is get I, some of the books out get some of these. Dion, uh, still, uh, the books. I don't know about Dion yet. I don't know nah, about Dion. Dion, yet. Dion is a movement, my guy. 
Whether, I believe that, he, but Dion he said he'll entertain a Power Five offer. He got to. He got to entertain it. That don't mean he's gonna take it. Okay. And he he may take it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna side. I'm gonna I'm gonna be on the side that what he's doing is bigger than money. Yeah, absolutely. You see what I'm saying? What what he's doing is way bigger than money. So I don't think yeah. Dion would, would go anywhere. But oh, no. what, you, what you need to start doing is uh, they, they say you, you hit him in the pocket, you, you hurt him financially, start getting some of these start getting some of these ends out of the NFL. Get some of these ends out of the NBA. And let's let's see who wants to see 22 mediocre white motherfuckers doing Sunday on Sunday. Nobody. Nobody. LJ already yeah. They already have the USFL. They already have the USFL. And that's not even, and that's really, and that's even B level. That's like even half B level black guys. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, I'm, and I'm saying, I mean, it was, it was Ali. It was, uh, it was Jim Brown it, or it was uh, Kareem. It was, uh, y'all, y'all well, see the picture at all. Yeah, oh, yeah, Bill Russell. Yeah, all the athletes when they came together to support Muhammad Ali. This is what you need. This is what you need to see. This could be, like I said, if you want, if you want to really, really shake up the game. I mean, that was powerful in the '60s when it happened. Uh-huh. With the coverage that it would get in 2022, it would be even more powerful if you got this, a similar a similar group of players together. And I say players, not just mean the athletes. I'm saying players playing the game. And you know, you got a similar group of people together. And not only that, they can control their narrative after the fact. Exactly. Because they can use their social media to get out whatever points yeah. in that meeting each they want. One of them is going, each one of them is going on a, 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 a financial terroristic hit, hit list, too. I can't these days, but but that Let's, so they would have to have a plan in any days. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, that's America. And, and don't don't let them all have on actively black clothing. Ooh, don't don't let them all have on the gas footwear. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like yeah, it it could happen, Holmes. It yeah, could happen. Not, yeah, because yeah, now Nike talking ha- about dropping Kyrie. They already, I thought they already dropped him. He should go right over there to they Actively Black yeah. and say, let's blow this up. I think they already Nike did drop him. Nike, because of who, Nike is only Nike because of Michael Jordan. Well, you know, if, yeah. you're, not, if you're not for the systems as Jackson. they... Bo Jackson, too. Well, right. listen, if you're not for the systems as they exist, then you're against them. So if you're against them, that comes with things like strikes. So are we going to see basketball players, like, stepping up for them? There, a lot of these conversations that I've heard, I I think they're way out of bounds because they talk about if the owner owns a team, then he owns the player. But that's not really the truth. That's why they have NBA unions. They have they have player agreements that are in place for this. So it's like this this isn't even up for like conversation. He took liberal time off, and he's self determined in what he's doing. He can talk on his own platform. And the thing that's bad about it is that a lot of people are looking at it as if he is doing something that is so terrible when he's breaking down these systems that are really so oppressive to so many people. And just like in most times when people do things um, like the Civil Rights Act, they never actually see the benefits. The people who who are least active in the activities are the ones that reap the benefits. 
Where all the white women yeah. at? But that's but that that's kind of how it how it has to go though. You got somebody got to be willing to plant a tree that they're not gonna get the shade from. Mm. Yeah, we 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 say it every week. We don't we lack martyrs. We don't have any. uh, It's understandable. You nobody wants to raise their hand to be a financial martyr, a martyr, martyr, or any type of martyr. Take a real hit to their goddamn life. You know what I'm saying? Just martyr. And and, and no one's raising their hand for that shit, man. You know we need that. We've been saying that, and I, I hope. Any spark that I see, I get excited because I because ultimately it's gonna be a smart a spark to someone who's gonna call themselves Chuck, baby. <laughs> they don't give a fuck and they gonna go all out, boy. You know, I'm just you know it's it's gonna take a spark before something like that happens, and then when it happens, I'm like yo, Jay Jay Williams did it a little bit today or yesterday. Did y'all see his shit? Nah, Mm-mm. yo, he I puts did. the ESPN job on the line. His name was Chuck Boy. I'm talking about, and he, he was like, "Look, you know, that's what I'm talking about." He started talking. About, he went back to slavery, and it just feels like man. Yeah, they trying not to let us like talk the truth. But go ahead. We had a little technical so you, difficulty you had, you had there. South Africans in the back of your car. Yeah, I had South Africans in the back of my Uber car. Now, when I say South Africans, I'm talking about a white woman, white man, and a 14 year old white girl, their daughter. Okay. Okay. So they getting in. They, I'm taking them to the airport. They getting on the plane to go to Tampa. First, they asked me, "Why do you have a zebra as your background?" Right, and I was like. You know, when he asked me, I was like, damn, maybe they read the other shit. They trying to ease into it because I, <laughs> you know, so, you know, I'm, I'm throwing the bags in the back and I'm like, oh, I was like, oh, it's, it's, I said, because I said, because it's culturally symbolic. <laughs> you know, these, I didn't even know they was from South Africa. So here they go. Oh, yeah. What culture? You know and I'm like? Look, I, I had to tell him, look, I'm mixed, man. You know, uh, <laughs> black and white zebra stripes. Oh, you know, like it, it was just woof, right? So it's diff- they a different culture. But anyway, we get in the car and everything, and so come to find out, they've been over here for five years. He obviously has a good job. He took a business call, and he's in some type of management. Something I didn't get into it. Uh, she's in the back seat with the girl, and he's up front, right with me. And so after he gets off his call, they go, you know, they don't like the dead silence, so they start. They start uh, talking to me and telling me they're from South Africa, this, that, and everything else. And, of course, I naturally say, uh, do you miss South Africa? And then they start talking about some of the issues, you know. Uh, but uh, but, but uh, so I'm like, okay, what's the issues? Oh, y'all going to love this. And I'm sitting <laughs> at the driving, right? So out of the white lady's mouth, <laughs> she said, well... <laughs> You know, if you're familiar with apartheid, this, that, and the third, and blah, blah. And I was following. I was like, hey, I heard. He said, well, you know, they came together and got one uh, corrupt regime out. And uh, now the people that went in there is corrupt. (laughs) (laughs) She's talking about the niggas that went in there and got corrupt, right? So she's talking about how all the white people are having problems over there. You know, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I'm driving, it's been like, whoa, you 
I'm looking at because you know how I feel about all this shit. So I'm like, yeah, you know, my mom had an AK-47 put to her head. You know, they got the accent going, sound like Trevor Noah and them shit, you know. But mom got the AK-47. This person, this and that, they, they come through. But they were telling me how life is different. Like, they don't waste nothing. And all this food and plastic waste over here and shit like that be blowing their minds and stuff. But mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. And they were like, so they were refugees, man. But you know what I was thinking the whole time? And I wanted to just say it. Too. I wanted to say, I said, yeah, you know, I said, it's still got to be comforting, right? You know, look, you come right on over here, blend in, and everybody going to respect you like you motherfucking royalty. Just because you got that accent and you got good jobs, you're living in a good neighborhood, you're taking your daughter down to Tampa for her soccer tournament now, you know what I'm saying? Right, <laughs> right. Uh, you stepped right into the good life, so it looked like to me shit, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you mean them folks is mad over there and they want their shit back? I wanted to say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's some but people who's mad here too, goddammit. But if you heard her talking, she was a real victim in her head. Her and the three of them. And so I was like, and so you know how I hit them. I was like, so, you know, I got to ask you, why'd you come to America? You know, because because they start out by saying how corrupt it was. <laughs> They're like, "What?" Well, I was like, "Yeah, you mentioned corruption, you know." And I'm trying to figure out what you know. And they told me something that a guy from Argentina said something very similar. Want to know the different? You know, want to know why people want to come here instead of stay in their own country, even if they got money and stuff? He said because you actually get the services before they steal the money. <laughs> Meaning these, these you get these motherfuckers, these motherfuckers have a $300 million road project and they build a million dollars worth of road and they split the 299 and all the citizens are there with no roads. And they said, well, they steal the shit over here too, but at least we got roads to drive on. Yeah. So, right. This is, we have the least amount of corruption in their eyes, uh, you know, uh, when it comes to services, water, this, that, grocery right. stores open and shit like that. It kind of blew my mind. It kind of taught me something, you know, just the perception for people in, in other countries. But these are white people. Like, this was a white man from Argentina. Yeah, well, you know what? Coming over here, coming over here, if you come over here with citizenship, I'm pretty sure that you can get medical care pretty easily. I don't think that you're worried about going to the hospital or whatever. You're probably covered. You can probably walk in and... You know, sign pieces of paper. You could probably set up a medical plan. So, for them, it probably would be better than what it is. And that's you know, and that's another thing because we just had this election, and we haven't even talked about anything with this election. And what you said about as far as politics and people being corrupt, but the government is the actual job, and people are looking at what's going on with these people that they elected. People who supported Trump, they didn't do too well. They didn't do as well as expected, I should say. Do you think that says anything? Even as far as the, like the Kyrie thing, with people seeing things differently. First of all, voter suppression is like, that's a dead thing. Because with mail-in ballots and the way that they've made it, the Republicans lost that one, voter suppression, because... There are more higher numbers of people voting now than ever. So it's making these elections more and more unpredictable. 
And I think that what just happened here with the midterms, with these guys not getting all the big votes, I think that that's a vote against all the crazy shit that's going on in the United States. There's a certain amount of people that do want. should be embarrassed that Raphael Warnock and Herschel Walker are going to go to a runoff. America should be embarrassed about that. That's about power. Get a large saw, like they should get like a large saw, like in a fucking cartoon, and cut Georgia loose just for that bullshit. Mm, that's about power, bro. I know it's about power. I know it's all about power, but you know, eighty-five percent of evangelicals in Georgia voted for Herschel Walker, a man who has driven women to get abortions and handed them the money for it, versus an actual pastor, a man of God, Raphael Warnock, because he's like promising evangelicals. Evangelicals drink way too much Kool-Aid. But he's promising that he's going to make it impossible for them to drive around and get those abortions in Georgia when they are at least across the country. He's a vote for whatever the fuck they tell him to do. And Warnock is not. It shows you that the evangelical movement, you know, they want Sharia law here. You know, what it show- they, the, the evangelicals want Sharia law here in America. You know what it shows me? The fuckers don't care about anything else. You know what it shows me? Like last week we were talking about how Herschel Walker, his like, um, it was like, it was such a bad thing intellectually. And to me, it shows that those people in Georgia, I don't want to go to a church in Georgia that voted for Herschel Walker because they have no faith. Because... If you I really have time. faith, if you really have faith, you do the right thing and you hope that everything will work out. God is supposed to work that out after you do the right thing. And if you don't do the right thing, then shit ain't never going to work out. So if in this case, doing the right thing to me is that if you're someone who supports all of those other things, just decency, humanity and everything, whether or not you see black people as being human, like we were talking about earlier with this like poor white guy, but um, the right thing to do is to not vote for Herschel Walker. Voting for Herschel Walker is it, it, it can't sit evil. Yeah, it can't sit with your soul. So, um, what is it? Is he smart enough to be evil? Is he is he smart enough to be evil? I mean, I guess the people behind him could be. Well, the people behind him can be evil, and based on the the stories that this one kid tells, um, he's got some evil in him. You know, he he, he terrorizes that boy's mama. Really? So he even if he can't be evil, he got some asshole in him. How about that? Asshole. Okay. It's kind of it, what's the difference between asshole and evil? Can't be Herschel Walker. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Can't be Herschel Walker. <laughs> you know, it's um. It, 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 I, I'm indifferent to Herschel Walker and Warnock. I mean, I, I'd I'd be indifferent, except unfortunately, there are a couple issues about. that hang in the balance. As to who, who, you know, depending on who gets that seat, there are a couple issues that hang in the balance. And I don't, yeah, I don't rather not like, give that to Warnock, Republicans. Warnock's like America. You get services uh, with your corruption. Yeah, well. <laughs> Whereas, you may not hey, get man. With your we corruption. Can, we're going to start bumping out politicians for being corrupt and shit. 
<laughs> Ain't gonna be a lot of names on the ballot anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know, I guess you get, but 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 uh, services but for corruption is isn't all like bad. Services for corruption isn't all bad. If you're being honest about it, it's better than no services for corruption. Yeah, it's, it's unsustainable. It is. Not, is it is not sustainable. I so. I was at a cab coming out of the airport in Atlanta one time, and I got this Ethiopian dude pick me up. I'm sorry, Nigerian dude. And you know, we start rapping. He he was, he was new in Atlanta. He lived in the Portland area for like six years. Um, thought he was going to go to Texas. Wound up in Atlanta. Still trying to figure out how he's going to get to Texas. But you know, we talk, We were talking about all kinds of things, and I, I just finally point blank said to him, like, "So is this better than life in Nigeria?" And he was like, "Absolutely." He's like, "Unfortunately, you get out of you get out of school. There's no industry in Nigeria, so you get out of school, you graduate high school, and there's no job, so you just go sit on the porch and do nothing." starve he goes at least here i can make some money i'm not going to get rich i'm never going to have a big house but at least i can make some money and i can live you know do some things i can send some money home um you know, i can try to grow and become something else you wow. know, so as, as corrupt as it is it's functioning better than some other places well yeah because they've been decimated by us or by our, by, uh, yeah, or by our forefathers, peers. yeah, or the, our peers, uh, or whatever, uh, siblings. More siblings is a better word than peers. <laughs> uh, but but and and so yeah, so but even them people in the back of that damn Uber was talking about some. Uh, there's no reason anybody in Africa should be hungry because of all the resources and everything else. And I just wanted to scream it. I didn't say nothing, but I just wanted to say, well, why is there then? God damn it. Yeah. And, and and so that if they say it out their mouth, they might hear how ridiculous it is. Them, I mean, she was talking like it was all horror, you know. Like you know, she for her it is. For her it is. For her it is. That's her perspective. She, but she ain't look. She ain't look too much younger than me. I mean, she, you know, uh, she. Well, she, she grew up in that. If she's not that much younger than you, she grew up in a tough time because that's when it ended. You know, for her, and that she was a young woman. Yeah, she was like early teens. Well, when, when, when she, when she, when she was a little girl, she saw the promise, the prosperity of what what it could be for her. And then as she got older, that promise got taken away. Yeah, but and she was still attached to people. Look, man, it would be no different. If that kind of change drastically happened here, it would, matter of fact, it would be completely different because it would be bloody, bloody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? I, I, you know what I think the fear is. I think the fear is that people, people like that guy with that video today. It's like he realizes and he knows that it wouldn't be any worse than it is for him. Who today? The white guy that was saying I'm poor Jay? white trash. Oh. I'm poor white oh, trash yeah. and I was yeah. in the military or whatever. Yeah. The fear is that he'll come to the same understanding that he's marked. He's already come to that understanding that his people are marked. You know, they're, they're looking to take them off the grid. They don't care if they're homeless. They don't play with computers. They're not like, you know, they don't have any viability. So they're working on them too. 
it all it all matters are you for the systems or as they exist or do you think that they should change everything that we're talking about the engine has to be driven by something and what drives our engine is commerce no matter where it is around the world china is driven by commerce all of those human rights violations are driven by commerce so it's the same thing here the thing with Kyrie is that his owner is Chinese. He's from China. Alibaba, he's the Jeff Bezos of the East. Or they say it's the other way around. So these people are trying to institute these systems on people. And I think it's like odd and it's funny that we say that it's all starting with the athletes because that's what they use to entertain us. And that's the way it started back in the day with the Greeks, with the gladiators. If you believe the story of Spartacus, this this may have very very well may have been a a rush judgment, uh, a rush of judgment because of ego, because of status quo. What tip what typically is the case? I don't think anybody these days, especially I can imagine having that much, that much power and just snapping snapping to it with something that's annoying comes along like this to you. And, uh, I think, I think they rushed to, to resolve. And it was a ridiculous resolution. And now they're going to have to answer. I don't think it's going away. That's what I mean when I say it's not going away. Rob, do you think the response was answers are going to have to be given? Rob, do you think the response was heavy handed? Asking Kyrie to do all Uh, those things to come back. I thought they were, they were, they were gonna. They thought they were gonna pank him. Um, you know, they they were hoping that they didn't have to. They're hoping that they didn't have to act. That he would just act on his own and let them. You know, stay underneath the radar on this one, and he wouldn't. He wasn't having it. So they had to. They had to reach out, and it was a very heavy-handed response, and probably a bit much. You know, nobody will ever. Nobody will ever make you. Uh, nobody will make you agree to five conditions if you insult the black community. Mm. You know. You have to worry about jumping through extra hoops if you insult the black community. No, all yeah. you got to do is go find a pastor, and he'll and he'll, he'll, he'll everything. You know what I'm saying? You go find one of these uh, black pastors, and he'll get on TV. And you're gonna have to go out. And, you're gonna have to go out and vote for one, Gene. You gotta forgive him. You gotta go vote for one. Herschel Walker, your choice is Herschel Walker. Yeah, there was a guy. Help a brother out. This guy said, "You done." Yeah, I'm done. Help a brother out. I'm just saying, help a brother out. That's all. Black people didn't come to the poll. That's why Stacey Abrams didn't get voted in. And Mm -hmm. this question had never dawned on me before, but it dawned on me when I read that. Then who's to say that she gets the votes of the people that didn't come? Who's Mm -hmm. to say that? So what you're really saying is black people didn't do what I did. And that's why we lost. <laughs> well, right. People didn't do what you did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit. It's, it's, so when people say it's because people don't come, uh, I don't know about that these days. I don't know about that because you're assuming a lot. You're assuming three layers in order to get a W or two layers in order to get a, a W, and I don't know about that. I personally think it might be a good time for people to get together and start having some conversations about building some coalitions for the future. Trump is pretty much, I mean, he's going to run again. A soul bagel coalition? 
uh, Soul Bagel Coalition. Right. <laughs> How about it just like, you Yamakas know, and Afro leather caps and yabakas. What about Yamakas some com- just some common God. sense motherfuckers? Just common sense. Tell the truth about history Grades and everything. Let the card let the cards like roll where they may. And see if it changes anything. See, there you go. Talking about telling the truth about history. That's why it's a version. That's why this is so exciting. Isn't truth? It's a version of the truth. History history is the story of the victors. Right. Exactly. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Things. And DNA evidence. <laughs> no one who was writing that old bullshit history ever thought DNA evidence was gonna be here, but it's here, baby. And we, you know, say we can pinpoint some shit now. You said what? Right. Hold on, that ain't what the book say over here. You know what I'm saying? Well, I was watching the documentary. Oh, you know, I did a 23 and Me six, seven, eight years ago. My sister Jerry sent the kid. I would have never did it because the shit cost $200 back when we're not spending that on that, you know? Oh, and so right. Jerry is like, fuck it, I'm sending all y'all a kid. wanted all this shit done. Well, you know, I got it. I started looking at the shit. I, I started, oh, wow, you know, I started learning what happened my man and this, that, and everything else, right? When I'm watching the documentary, I see my hapline. I said, oh, I said, shit, there's some consistency is my point here. You know, I'm, you know, I'm tying some shit up. Now. <laughs> you know, then I recognize the word bad too, you know, and I'm like, oh yeah. You know, because when I first got my 23, my, yeah, they got from the bad to try, say something, you know, and so, you know, that was kind of like my attitude, but then it comes out. The Bantu people are the Hebrews. You know, that was the summary, you know, that that mm-hmm. came from this. Day. I was like, oh, shit, I'm a purple people now. You know, I didn't even know it. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that till I watched the documentary. So I went directly to Amazon, ordered a purple jumpsuit, you know, just just, just, uh, just to have <laughs> in my closet now, you know what I'm saying? Since that's supposed to be me anyway. Yeah, let me <laughs> tell you something, Gene. Yeah, did, did you, did you, did you <laughs> get some Manischewitz? Gene, that's a heartwarming that's a heartwarming story. You're now suspended for the next five games. You're now suspended for the next five games. But no, but the evidence, the DNA evidence is that when I saw that, I said that's that is motherfucking smoking gun and everything. Everything else is just um, um, my estimated timeline, and they may have been about this, and we understand from this that this may be the case. But ain't no babies with that DNA, baby. That's beautiful. <laughs> Rob, I want you to play the role of we the NBA commissioner right now. I want you to play the role of the NBA commissioner right now. Gene is in your league. What are you telling Gene right now? Me? No, it's very disturbing what you're doing right now. Like some of our partners, they're very upset with you. You can't say some of these things. I, I, I believe me. I know they're true. I, I'm a brother. I'm a brother. I hear you. I know they're true, but they don't want to. Some of our partners, they don't want to hear that right now. We've got to, we've got to find a way for both of us to get out of this clean. We're both gonna have to. We're both gonna have to write a check. From both. And, right. and Grant, Grant, you on the team. What are you gonna say? 
Get rid of them. <laughs> Get rid of them. I don't want oh, the headache. I just learned how. I just learned that I'm the chosen people. You want to fire me, boss? Get rid of him. He's your mm. driver. Get rid of him. Mm. <laughs> and there it is. Born in trouble. Thirty second episode. I was in this Uber. I was in this Uber in Houston. My man had. My man had like his gum disease was so bad it was probably like went all the way down into his neck. Like the whole car <laughs> felt like bad gum. Hey, no. And yeah. it was raining out. I couldn't open the fucking window. Damn. Yo, I considered never, ever getting in an Uber again after that experience. Yo, I mm. just, I considered never driving again after this goddamn gray boy, a young gray boy, too. I'm, I, something was wrong with this dude. Something was wrong with this dude. I picked him up from the airport and had a damn 25, 30-minute ride with him. And I'm talking about when he started... I missed the exit coming out of the airport. I got turned around because I was kind of new, and I keep forgetting some of the shit coming out of Atlanta, going either north or south. And I missed it and had to loop around. I was like, yeah, sorry, sir. You know, I missed I missed the thing, but, you know, no biggie, this and that. Oh, it's all right, such and such. As soon as he starts saying that, man, my whole mood just changed. I was like, because I smelled something. Yo, I, like I was telling Grant and them in the text, I could have swore I saw a little white girl say, Dracarys! You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> is, that fire, is that fire coming out of that man's mouth? Oh. <laughs> I had to roll my window down and say, oh, if this motherfucker say two more sentences, I promise you I'm pulling over and putting them out and say, yo, I got an emergency. Boy, this trouble. 32nd episode from the A. <laughs> Always first, Mr. Dub K. <laughs> <laughs> Dracarys <laughs> Oh from Detroit Michigan The man is juicing But the owner of City Wings 2896 West Grand Boulevard Come down to get you some You know a lot of people have got them some Every time you meet somebody from Detroit They have been the City Wings Mr. Grant Lancaster That's a beautiful thing And that's, that's a true a story thing. That's a true story right now Everybody knows about your wings. And it ain't because of these advertisements yeah. either. From Philadelphia. Yeah, uh, best wings on both sides of the Mississippi. That's right. From New Jersey, Philadelphia. Back after a long hiatus. Thank you for joining us today. The absence. Even at 75%, you're 100%. Good guy. Mr. Robert Brooks. That blood hit you good and square in the eye, didn't it? Everybody knows I lied. (laughs) 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 Born in trouble. Born in trouble. Peace.